What's up, my people? Welcome to the Juice Show. This is your boy, Kwan. And Happy New Year. Happy 2018. I want to say I hope all you had a dope 2017 like I did. I hope you guys all achieve your resolutions or whatever goals you have set for 2018, man. I really do, because I definitely have mine. And go hard, bro. Go hard. But I want to start off today... Today is January 6, 2018, and I found this dope article today. Uh, it's on the New York Times, and it's the U- and the title of it is, The U.S. Wanted to Discuss Iran, Russia Brought Up Black Lives Matter. That's crazy. So I read this right. And so, if you don't know, um, in Iran right now, there's currently a protest going on. A mass protest, and you know, you, know, you got the government against the people right now. And the people against the government as well. And um, it's going on. So the U.S. ambassador decided to call a, uh, a Security Council meeting at the United Nations to bring up to bring up the issue of the protest. But during this this meeting, Russia proceeded to bring up the Black Lives Matter. I'm going to read this up to you because if you guys don't know. All right, during uh, Barack Obama's administration, right, he made a deal with Iran, a nuclear deal with Iran, all right? Trump doesn't like the nuclear deal. He's trying to scrap the deal, get the deal off the table, get rid of it. So they're using the protest as a reason to get rid of the deal. And they all know know it is. They all spoke out about it at the Security Council. Uh, You have one uh, ambassador... She brought up the Democratic National Convention in 1968 all the way up to Occupy Wall Street protest in 2011. Do y'all remember that? The Occupy protest? It was all over the the country. I remember people in Nashville were actually protesting at the the courthouse and stuff. Then now, then you had the Russia administration, ambassador, my bad. Uh, Where is it at? They said she was more blunt. He asked rhetorically why the Security Council had not taken up the issue of the Black Lives Matter protests in Ferguson, uh, Missouri, which were at times also met with violent police response. And then she also responded by saying the real reason for convening today's meeting is not an attempt to protect human rights or promote the interests of the Iranian people, but rather as a veiled attempt to use the current moment to continue to undermine the Iranian deal. They know what's up. And I fucking love that these people are speaking out against the bullshit. I love that the other leaders of the world aren't playing Trump's bullshit. You know, they're not playing this game because they see they see what it is. They see what it is. And this is if you want to check this out, it's at New York Times. Uh, like I said, the title of it, the U.S. want to discuss Iran. Russia brought up Black Lives Matter. And yeah, who was it done by Michael Schwartz? Yeah, he did this on yesterday, on Friday. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. Donald Trump, I'm kind of, I'm not gonna say split. Like, I, I, I'm, I don't. What's crazy? Did you know this guy didn't even want to be president? That's what's crazy. He didn't even want to be president. But back to my point. I like Donald Trump because he's honest. He's entertaining to a point. But I don't like him as a person, if you get what I'm saying. 
it's like you you want to see it's entertainment. Like he knows how to fucking entertain. Like people forget he was on TV. He was a reality star. Like Donald Trump was the guy at WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? He was doing wrestling and stuff. Donald Trump's the dude that eat, uh, tried to buy football teams and stuff like that. Trying to had hotels. He's a billionaire. He's an entertainer. So this is what he's doing. So that's why he just continuously to tweet just crazy things. He told this nigga Kim Jong Il, own uh, own my bad, ill dad, his daddy did. Own Kim Jong Un. He said, "Well, some let me pull up this damn tweet because this shit was crazy." He told him, "Mine is bigger." This nigga pulled like my dick is bigger than yours type shit. Like that's how it was. Like that's what some weird. Like it, it was just a big ass. Like pretty much, my dick is bigger than yours. Talking shit type. Like he's a shit talker. And part of me, I like people that talk shit. Even though I don't want him to be talking shit about nuclear warheads, but hey, it, you can't say the guy's not entertaining. All right, I don't like his politics. I don't like what he stands for. I don't like none of that. But you can't. The nigga's entertaining. Like he keeps you, like interested. He's polarizing. That's why they say somebody's polarized. Like you look up the definition of polarizing, my nigga. This shit ain't loading up. But he said, tell that, he said, tell Mr. Oon, President Oon, that I also have a nuclear button on my desk, and it's a much bigger nuclear, I was like, my nigga, this nigga's talking shit over Twitter. What's the difference from, like, Kanye doing this shit, right, and Donald Trump actually just doing it right now? Like, if you actually look at, like, other, like, entertainers, tweets and stuff. It's the same exact thing. Like, whatever little celebrity that's, like, popping on Twitter, right, or whatever form of social media, just put them in mind of if they're the president, right? That's what will be going on. A celebrity businessman is our president. That's crazy. And he's going to be in Nashville this Monday on... Ah, what's the Monday? January the 8th. He's going to be in... Yeah. Is he supposed to be in Nashville? Shit, nah. Is he supposed... Oh, shit, I don't know. I think he is, though. Oh, I got to check back up on it. Oh, yeah. Donald Trump didn't want to be president. Let's go back to this topic, because, like, it was... It was another dope article I found, and it was from... um. A book written by Steve Bannon, a guy that was actually in his cabinet and actually helped him get, uh, actually helped him with his campaign to help him get elected and everything. And they didn't expect Trump to be president. Like, they were prepared on election day. They were ready for them to lose because they didn't think they were actually going to win. But they fucking won. That's crazy. He did this shit just for, like, Publicity. Publicity. That's all it was. That's like, like now he in here, he's like, shit, fuck it, I might as well. Hey. He just did a, a shoulder shrug on the country, like, huh. <laughs> he just did an eye. 
I guess I guess I'm president now. Oh man, it's cold as fuck. Like ah, oh, the entire South is fucking freezing. It's cold as balls right now. I think it's below twenty as we speak. And somebody won the Mega Millions. It was a single winner for four hundred and fifty million cavillion dollars. Y'all remember that from uh, Austin Power? Cavillion, gajillion dollars. Dr. Evil. I can't find the article right now. I had it up. But yeah, anyways, yeah. $450 million winner was a single winner. I forgot what? It was the city and the state. Can't find the article right now. But forget it. Turn this shit off. But anyways, um, Logan Paul. If anybody don't know who Logan Paul is, he's um, uh, he was popping on Vine. Like that's where I remember him from. I didn't really get into him when he uh, like uh, merged onto you want to say merged onto YouTube or made started doing this thing on YouTube, or whatever. But I used to always see his Vine videos. It, uh, you know, every time you know the Vine comps on uh, World Star and all that, I used to always see him on that. But yeah, apparently he made a um, a suicide video. Now I don't. They said in an article it says that he was apparently in Japan to where it's a, a, a like a forest to where it's known where people go and commit suicide. And if people don't know, like Japan's a weird place. Like they're 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 a weird place. I haven't been there, but you always see um, like documentaries and things. You uh, see the type of movies they make. Um, yeah, they're just, I want to say perverse, but they just, I don't know, they have a different, sex is different to them, I don't know, yeah, that's how I can say, sex is different to them, and like, uh, and they look at, and suicide is like a thing, I don't know, it's like a thing, because like, in movies, and stuff like that, they have like Japanese movies and stuff, where like, it's based on suicide, they sue it based on suicide and shit, but, um, yeah. That's all my knowledge of Japan, but yeah, apparently he went and videotaped somebody while they were in this forest committing suicide, and he posted that shit. Now, you of course it was blurred out because you can't, you know, visually have it on YouTube, but it, you know, it was committed a lot of outrage, a lot of reaction videos and stuff like that. Me personally, suicide. I don't uh, wish that upon nobody. I hope uh, if anybody has those feelings, they get the, that help. For, for the um, yeah, get help for that, you know. But videotaping it and stuff like that, he said he was trying to use it for um, use it for like promotional, like to you know go get help and stuff like that. But it's like, come on, bro, come on, bro. You could have, but you still wanted the clicks, bro. Come on, bro. let's be real. You wanted the promo, but the crazy shit is right now. A goddamn Chinese space station is falling to Earth right now, my nigga. Falling to Earth. Think about that. <laughs> Watch your head, my nigga. <laughs> oh, man. Ah. And Twitter won't remove Trump's nuclear tweets. That's what's correct. They say they won't delete any world leaders. Twitter accounts... Or their tweets. 
It was crazy they won't mention Trump in the actual article. But in better news, sports. Sports has been fucking dope these last couple because this last couple years. 2017 especially. And this year it's coming along. You got a fucking all SEC championship game, Georgia versus Bama. Now I'm an LSU fan. Why? I don't know. When I was a kid, when they first won the uh, national title with Saban, I liked the colors. And I was like, hey, these guys are winning. And plus, my boy Shaq went to LSU. So I was like, hey, these are my guys. But, you know, won two titles. Two titles after that, after Saban left. But it just, it just hurts because like, we had them first. You know, it's like that. I don't know. I can't really explain. I'm not going to go into it. But, yeah, Georgia versus Bama. Uh... Georgia versus Bama. See, Bama, great defense. Great defense. They can rush four, and that's all they're going to do. They're going to make you four. They're going to make you one-dimensional, and they're going to shut you down. They've always had a hard time against uh, mobile quarterbacks. That's uh, Deshaun Watson last year. Uh, Johnny Manziel, when he was lighting them up that year. Um, who else? Who else this year? Who did they fucking face this year? Oh, I can't remember, but uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson. That's why Kelly Bryant didn't really do much. He's, he wasn't really a, a good. He's not a really good thrower. He can't move like Deshaun Watson. He, he's just not Deshaun Watson. It's a whole new team without Deshaun Watson. Dude's a baller, and I, I hate that he's in Houston right now. I hate it because I'm a Titans fan, and he was balling. He balled out on the ass. Nigga put up a 40. 40. I don't even want to talk. But speaking of my Titans, we are in the playoffs for the first time in almost 10 years. Clap it up. Tighten up. We placed the, uh, the NFL playoffs start today. First game of the day is Tennessee Titans uh, going against Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. My pick in that game is, of course, Tennessee Titans. That's my squad. And... It was news, a report came out today by Michael Rappaport is saying that um, Michael Malarkey's job is not safe and that and if we lose, that he, his, he may be fired. Now, I'm not really a fan of Michael Malarkey, but I do appreciate that he has gotten us to the playoffs. He made us a better team. Because two years ago, we was shit in the bed every day. You were expecting us to fucking lose. Now it's like we play games. It's like we got a chance in every fucking one. So it's like I can't hate the guy, but it's like his play calling is stale. It's like you're not doing much for Mariota to win to me. Mariota is not. You make it the field too small for him. You got to open it up for him. So now I understand you want to do the power running and all that, but you got to run him out the uh, shotgun. Run him out the pistol. Do more pistol formations. Get Mariota out the pocket. Move him around. He's a mobile quarterback. If you do some bootlegs, get him moving around and stuff, that's takes the defense off guard. Because they got to take an account for this nigga running every time. Every time he bootlegs out or fakes or whatever, they got to take it to account for him. That just adds another dimension. But no, you want to... The shit's so predictable. It's, his play call is so predictable. It's crazy that, like, you can sit home and you know what's going to happen next. 
that's like my only complaint with Mike Malarkey. It's like the play calling, and it's like you don't see no type of changes to really. You don't, I don't feel the system is built in for the player's strength to play to their strength. I feel if he did more of that, like get Mario to fucking move it around. He's not the type of quarterback that's going to throw in these small windows. Open it up for him. He can throw the deep ball. Put him, man. Hey. Free Mario. Nice saying his ass going away. I'm just saying. If we lose, I ain't fucked up if they fire Mike Malarkey. I kind of want it. I'm sorry to say it, but I don't know about Josh McDaniels either. I really don't. But we already know what he's about. It's like, bro, you playing, you playing, you're an assistant coach to one of the greatest head coaches of all time, and you're actually coaching one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So it's like, uh, it's like, so what are you really doing? But granted, he did win a playoff game with Tim Tebow. He did win a playoff game with Tim Tebow. I remember that fucking game. Tebow balled out. He balled out that game. But I don't know what head coaches right now that I feel would to be a great fit. Jim Schwartz from Philly, the defensive coordinator. I feel like we need a defensive-minded coach. Because once you get a defensive-minded coach, I feel it'll make the quarterback much better. Because you have a a defensive-minded coach, a defensive coach that's going to throw different things at you. It's going to make you better in practice every single day. So, I feel like that's the best for Mario. But anyways, predicting the fucking win for my Titans. And speaking of Josh McDaniels and the fucking Patriots, we'll get into that a little later. Because there's some <laughs> patriotic problems <laughs> going on in Foxborough. Second game of the day is... Oh, who the fuck is it? Playing after the Titans. It's... Atlanta and L.A. Ah, man. This is actually a hard pick for me. Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Man, I like the Rams and I like, see, this is the thing. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, they've all been there before. They've been to the Super Bowl last year, so they're back in it. They feel like they can right their wrongs, kind of, finally, like, you know, get back in the uh, big game. Then the Rams, it's like, they balling. They next up in the NFC. Todd Gurley, hey, he's my MVP pick. He's my pick for MVP. Bruh has been balling, receiving, running the ball, everything. He's their offense right now. He's their offense right now. So, I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons. I'm just going I'm just, Atlanta Falcons because they do have an MVP on their team. Don't forget Matt Ryan balled out. Even though it's a whole new coordinator and everything, Cal Shanahan is not there no more, he's still Matt Ryan. You know, he still is going to keep the game in check. You no know, game manage. Who else? Who plays tomorrow? Straight up. I fuck with Travis Scott. I don't know where they came from, but yeah. 
do you um nah where is it at fuck then you have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars I'm rooting for the fucking Bills I don't really care for the Jaguars that much I want us to win in Kansas City, but I want Jacksonville to win. On eventually, I want to just beat Jacksonville again. I don't know. I don't like Jacksonville. So if you're a Jaguars fan, hey, you, we can be cool, but not like that. Then you got the Carolina Panthers taking on the New Orleans Saints. In this game, I just, the Saints. Drew Brees is balling. Alvin Kamara's balling. Mark Ingram's balling. I love Cam Newton, but he don't got nothing else. It's all Cam. It's all Cam. See, this is why I don't need to be like in uh, any. This is why I'm like, if I was in like any type of sports. Like football, basketball. If I was like in the NBA or NFL, I, I would have my own interest music. Like I was a wrestler, like for real. If I was Cam Newton, it had to be Killer Cam by Cameron. Like you gotta play it, bro. And your starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, Cam. No, you got you got to announce the number first. Number one, Cam Newton. Speaking of the Panthers, motherfucking Steph Curry and Puffy are about to buy, are trying to buy the Carolina Panthers. We need this. As a people in our culture, we need Puff to own the Panthers. We need this. Puff and Steph Curry, we need them. Put them in Sean John jerseys, my nigga. And Under Armour cleats. We need the Puffy Panthers, we need them. We need the Puffy Panthers. Puff for the owner, man. Think about it, right? Every time the Panthers score, you're like, touchdown, Panthers. And you just hear, take that, take that. And after he have his own, like, man, take that, take that. Record it. Because, you know, instead of the, they do like a little growl or whatever for the Panthers, right? Every time they score, just do that. Take that, take that. Or every time they score, I thought I told you that we won't stop. Now, nah, they got to do that every, every time they get a first down. Every time I get a press down, I thought I told you that we won't stop. We need Puff to be the owner of the Panthers. Puff in the NFL, man. You know how much fun it would be to go to a Carolina Panthers game? The Ciroc Panthers. They won't even be Carolina no more. It's the Ciroc Panthers, goddammit. The bad boy Panthers. Uh, 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 uh. Cam Newton gonna be out there diddy bopping, my nigga. Every time he scores, he gonna be out there diddy bopping. 
man. Can you, man, can you imagine? Man, let's all hope Sean, Puff, Puff Daddy, Puffy, P. Diddy, Diddy, Brother Love, Combs, becomes owner of the Carolina Panthers, and Steph Curry as well. We need this for the culture. The Puffy Panthers, the Ciroc Panthers, the Under Armour Panthers, the Revolt Panthers. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Take that, take that. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It's the P, the A, the N, the T, the H, the E, the R, the S. It's the Panthers. Hold up. It's the Panthers. Say what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I want this shit to happen, man. Start the petition. Sean Combs for the Panthers. We need this. Man. Back to the Patriots. There was an article released yesterday uh, by ESPN. And it was uh, detailing that it was problems going on in Foxborough between the uh, the three-headed monster in, in Foxborough, as we say. You have the owner, Robert Kraft. You have... The coach and GM, Bill Belichick, and you also have the quarterback, Tom Brady. It all started when um, Belichick, they say it's all started when Belichick ripped Brady's performance last year in uh, Houston, uh, in the playoff game in Houston. And apparently Belichick, everybody knows Belichick wanted to keep Garoppolo and groom him to be the successor to when uh, Brady retires. (laughs) <laughs> but Brady felt threatened by Garoppolo, and apparently he he went to Robert Kraft and told him to force a trade of Jimmy Garoppolo. And Robert Kraft said he forced Bill Belichick to trade him, but they didn't tell him to trade him to who, who to trade him to. So... He decided to trade him to a guy he's been kind of mentoring lately, been kind of like um, showing him, you know, the ropes kind of, you know, been helping him out. Kyle Shanahan in uh, in San Francisco. He traded him to the San Francisco 49ers. <coughs> and so when this happened, and he also traded Jacoby Brissett earlier this year to the Indianapolis Colts. Now, if you don't know, Indianapolis Colts is the organization that told on Tom Brady during the deflate gate, and that's how it all started. So, huh, this is crazy. It's crazy how, like, these great, they said this could possibly be Belichick's last year. So, it's crazy how, like, these, how, like, great teams are great. You know, just great teams in, in the NFL, the NBA, just sports in general, how they eventually fall apart or break up. Like, think about it. Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, Kobe and Shaq. Or you can uh, take, even lately, Kyrie and LeBron. Listen, I don't care what nobody say. Kyrie and LeBron, to me, one of the dopest duos. Now they better than D-Wade. Is he better than D-Wade and LeBron? Meh. Meh. 
I don't know. I mean, they won two titles together. Kyrie and Brown won one. Do I feel they could have won two? Yeah, that first tit- that first championship game, I feel that was would have been LeBron's if he didn't lose Kyrie and Kevin Love. If he don't, if he wouldn't have lost Kyrie and Kevin Love, we'll be having a whole different discussion about LeBron James right now. I feel people are in general. Me personally, I feel he's the greatest player of all time, and I will argue that with anybody. Everybody has their opinion. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard everybody say everything. I've heard people say, no, of course, Jordan is the greatest of all time. I don't argue with that. So I've heard people say Magic Johnson, Bird, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaq, uh, who else? Tim Duncan, Kobe, who else? Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem. Even heard mother tell me Bill Russell, old guy, told me Bill Russell. But it's all different eras, different games. Right now, we're in the Steph Curry era. Ooh, I said it, but I'm a LeBron fan. We are living in the Steph Curry era. You know why? Because he changed the fucking game. He changed the game. He turned to Houston. Think about it, right? Steph Curry turned the Houston Rockets. Team just worried about them and trying to outshoot them. The Splash Brothers. Clay and Steph, which one's the better duo? Clay and Steph or KD and Steph? KD and Steph, because KD gives you, you know, he gives you more length. He got the length and everything like that. But the one was just the Splash Brothers, when Steph Curry was just able to shine on that team by himself, you will see how deadly Steph really is as a player. And I find it very disrespectful. My motherfuckers say KD's the greatest player in the world right now. Really? Really? Huh? KD the greatest player in the world right now? Don't get me wrong, KD's an MVP. Top two? I get him behind LeBron, but I can't put him ahead. I just can't. He just don't have that... That like goat swagger to where he's like you, he don't have that it to where it's like all right yeah he's the goat. Don't get me wrong, he's a dope player, dope ass player. You can't take shit away from. Him. You well you you huh you can't because he worked hard for it. You know, so you can't take people's hard work away, but still it's like how you do something. You know people have issues about that. But anyways, speaking of LeBron, it's return. He came back and balled out against Portland. He put up 17 points. The Cavs beat them by 17 points. And IT, people were upset that IT, <laughs> that IT didn't play at all in Boston. When he should, I feel he should have made a debut in Boston. And plus, Cleveland got their ass whipped in Boston. LeBron didn't even play this fourth quarter, I think. And plus, they, the Celtics just had a career night that night. Rozier balled out. I think Tatum balled out too. But anyways, back to like things that just shut down. Like even Shaq and Penny, another great duo. Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady. If they would have stayed together in Toronto, no telling what would have happened, man. Maybe they'd have had a title already. Not the one shade, just saying. I wish Nashville had a fucking team. I swear, that would be my fucking squad. I don't have a basketball team. 
Motherfuckers be like, oh, how you gonna talk about basketball? You only got a basketball team. So, I like the fucking game. I I like the players. If Nashville had a squad, that'd be my squad. But so we don't. I my MVP, the MVP race right now in the NBA. You got Harden number one. Some people are in the uh, race right now. LeBron number two. Let's be honest. LeBron's MVP every year. That's just everybody knows that. But you know we gotta play these games. Uh, Giannis number three. Kyrie number four, and DeRozan number five. DeRozan's been balling out. DeRozan's been balling out. Toronto, Dave, and Dwayne. Toronto and Dwayne Casey, they've definitely they've been balling lately. Dwayne Casey's a a, good, a great coach. Can we give him his credit? Give him his credit. DeRozan's I think DeRozan's averaging what twenty five points a game, five assists. Uh, not sure on the rebounds. I think five rebounds too. And Jimmy Butler's been balling out too. Let's give props to Jimmy Butler. It's a lot of motherfuckers balling out this year. He's been balling out. I feel like they're gonna give James. I don't know though. Should they give James Harden this award this year? I feel like they are. I feel like they're finally gonna give it to him because like he's he's been in the race the last three years now. MVP MVP race. He's been coming up short. Came up against uh, short against Steph. Uh, the year before, the last year he came up short against Russ. Yeah, I feel like this year they're gonna give it to him. If they don't, yeah, he is out for two weeks with an injury. Now, if they don't, they gotta give it to LeBron. I feel like the only way they're gonna give it to gotta give it to Giannis or Kyrie or DeRozan. They gotta have a great end of the year. So does LeBron, but still, LeBron's averaging twenty eight points. He's nearly averaging a triple double. Nearly averaging a triple double. In his 15th season. In my NFL MVPs, I told you. I don't even want to name the rest of the name. Like you say, Carson Wentz. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset if he got one. But I want Todd Gurley. Or Antonio Brown. I'm tired of seeing, really tired of seeing quarterbacks always winning the MVP award. It's like, yeah, they're the number one on the team. They're the ones that make the offense work and stuff like that. They're the decision makers on offense and all that. But it's like, some of these motherfuckers aren't even throwing deep every time. They're just throwing dinks and dunks. Then the running backs, the receivers, and everybody does the rest of the work. That's all it is. The yards after catch, like check out, check out Antonio's yet Antonio Brown's yak, and Gurley's yak. Because Gurley's a baller. When they when they came to Nashville and played, he balled on our ass. He balled on our ass. We could not stop that. And we lost by fucking four points. Ugh. OKC is coming to their own this year. They are really coming into their own and they looking scary right now. And if they keep this up, it's not even it's it's not even the all-star break and they they're starting to get into form. 
So is Minnesota. So is San Antonio. This is going to be a great Western Conference race, even for the Eastern Conference. It's going to be some great games. I want to see Milwaukee and Toronto play each other again. I want to see Washington and Boston go at each other again. I want to see Cleveland go at whoever. Because who, it's, it's just going to be competitive this year. People always say the East is weak, but the East is on the rise. I want to see fucking Philly in the playoffs. I want to see Philadelphia versus Milwaukee. Giannis versus Embiid. Eric Bledsoe and Giannis Antetokounmpo, Don Maker, take on. I don't know if Mark, is Markel Fultz ever going to play this year? Because I really want to see him play. I want to see Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid against Giannis Antetokounmpo in a seven-game series. Because they are the future of the Eastern Conference, and so is Boston. A Philly and Boston game? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. uh, The basketball nerd is just jumping up out of me with just the possibilities of seeing these guys play. But, yeah. 2017 was a great year for music. A lot of dope music came out. Um, Some of my favorite albums... That dropped from the past year. Jay Z, 444, Migos Culture, Big Shot, I Decided, Gold Link, At What Cost. Can we give this clap it up for Gold Link? Creating an anthem. An anthem, bro. Think about it. When I say anthems, you gotta think about the hip hop anthems. March Madness is an anthem. Back That Ass Up by Juvenile is an anthem. Notorious B.I.G. Juicy is an anthem. There's some more anthems out there right now, but I can't think of them. Motherfucking UGK and Outkast. International Players Anthem. There's some more anthems out there. I can't think of them right now. I know some more anthems out there. Crew, man. You see money all around me. I look like I'm the man. When that shit come on, you, you can't tell me. You, you feeling myself, nigga. You can't tell me shit when that shit come on. Now I'm be feeling that beat like a motherfucker. Two chains, pretty girls like trap music. Everybody pregnant. Twelve rash grown, still going. Pitbull in the corner, she pregnant. Crackhead on, she she pregnant. She everybody pregnant. Sell my partner. She, but but we getting we getting the money though. Tell you that. That's one of the cra- coldest skit coldest skit of the year right there. And Big Crit the weekend. Coldest skits of the year. 
speaking of Big Crit, Forever is a Mighty Long Time. Dope album. Dope album. That's what we needed, Big Crit. That's what we needed. That's what we needed. Rick Ross, rather rather you than me. Never forget about little brother no. Oh, never forget about little brother no. A dope album. Ross is so underrated. And Two Chains. Ross and Two Chains are so underrated to me. They're both to me. They're both living legends. To me, they're both of the dopest lyricists that I've heard. And shout out to to Young Dro. Another underrated legend. A spitter. Broken spit. I asked my homie just the other day, who would you think would win in a rap battle? A straight up rap battle. Tip and Dro. Or Snoop and Corrupt. I'm mean, when I bring my when I bring Smith back on, we're gonna discuss that. In depth. We're gonna discuss that, man. That's cause that's 21 Savage. It's a I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. 21 Savage is slowly but surely coming one of the hottest in the game. He is one of the hottest in the game. I love his monotone voice, his monotone delivery. And he's talented. He really is talented. He really is a dope artist. He really is a dope artist. When I heard that fucking mixtape, Savage Mode, my nigga. I was like, I'll fuck with him. I'll fuck with him. Kendrick Lamar. Damn. Cause that's the reaction you have after you listen to this motherfucker. That's the reaction after you listen to it. Damn. I Man, I'ma speak I'ma speak in home. I'ma finish naming out these albums, but then I'm gonna go in depth for what as far as uh what I feel like were the dopest and were really scoped 2017. Federal three times, Money Bag Yo. Still Striving, ASAP Ferg, Paranoia by Dave East. ASAP Mob, Cozy Tapes, Volume 2. Layla's Wisdom, Rhapsody. We Won't Smoke, Hustle Gang. Gucci Mane, Mr. Davis. You get the bag and fumble it. I get the bag and flip it and tumble it. First of all, can we say Quavo is the... He created one of the coldest... He created some of the coldest ad-libs ever. That's the coldest shit ever to me, man. For real. He's just create. He's just saying whatever comes to his mind on the fly. Young Dolph, thinking out loud. I, I like Duff, but his arm, I think he got shot in the arm because it would not move while he was performing at Rolling Loud in San Bernardino. Like that, it was not moving, but he was still put on a good show with one arm. That's how I knew bro was cold. 
put on a great show, great performance with one arm. That's how you can tell he ice water. Thug and Future, super slamming. I remember lynching chip with all my bitches, yeah. Cause I just had to cut him off and leave him. To me, that's like a dope. It sounds like a dope, like it'd be, it's a hip-hop country song, like you got a country back. Maybe because I just made a country, it made me think of it like that. But, no, but it just has, like, it has the potential to be a, a dope love song, kind of, like this, like, ballad of how he's, like, struggling, like, to maintain his relationship with all his bitches, I guess. But then what fucked it up for me, he was like, I put my dick inside her mouth before she left. It's like, damn. It's like, damn. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I guess she wasn't either. <laughs> I'll, I'll crack myself. Uh, yo, got it. Still I am. Back gate. Back gate. Back gate. He got some bangers on that, huh? That's the thing about got it. He gonna give you a banger. He go give you some bangers. Friday on Elm Street. Fab and Kiss. That was for the culture right there. We've been waiting years for that album. And they finally delivered. And they truly delivered. Legendary. Legendary and soulful. That theme music is my favorite song off there. With the Marvin Gaye sample. Man. They flowing over the sample. Sigh out of Prince. No dope on Sundays. Sigh brought it on this album. Sigh brought it for his first his debut album. When we people have been waiting on his album for years. He's been sounding good music for years. He's been with Kanye, helping write and create albums and everything for years. And we finally got his debut album. And he did not disappoint. He brought the bars. He brought the hooks. He brought everything in. I fuck with Saha. No dope on Sundays. That New Africa is bumping. New Africa. Um, what else? Uh, 21 Savage Offset Metro Boomin without warning. Offset is slowly but surely going to be one of the hottest rappers in the game. The whole Migos as solo artists are going to be the dopest artists in the game. Just watch. Even take off. Even though they leave him off every goddamn thing. He will be one of the dopest artists in the game. Man, also I want to speak on this Drake's Family Feud verse. Drake's Family—it was oh my gosh. I what I like about this verse so much is like I feel like we got a we got another part of Drake instead of just getting the I don't know like I want to just you know Drake we know what Drake is Drake is he's gonna give you those emotional. Songs, but it's real. It's gonna give you those real emotional songs. 
you know, the whole stereotype of Drake is, oh, he's going he's gonna to give you these super emotional. Yeah, he's going to talk. One thing I like about Drake, he's a shit talker. He talks plenty of shit. And I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Call your ass to Uber. I got somewhere to be. But that motherfucking uh, Diamond Dancing with Future at the end of this shit. Ungrateful. Your mama be ashamed of you. Haven't even heard from you. Not a single word from you. Ungrateful. Nah. Who does that? Only Drake. Only Drake. (laughs) To me personally, Drake is the son of Kanye. Okay. That's no disrespect. But yeah. That's just how I feel about Kanye. Like he's he birthed this new generation. Him, him and Lil Wayne. Kanye, Lil Wayne. I know some other artists I'm missing. You say Jay Z as well, but I say more of Wayne and Ye. Jeezy. No, when I say Jeezy, I don't know. I got to say, Ye and Wayne really inspired these new generation of artists. Think about it. Let this, let that, man. Hey, I put shit on your mind like wave grease, my nigga. She says, Super Bowl goes. I'm at the crib with Puff. He got Kaepernick on the phone. He in a whole different mode. Angel head 2 a.m. for Bay and Hove. For B and Hove. Just to show them how I treat the city like my humble abode. Hey, tell them if TD Bank is approving loans. I'm thinking of paying Wayne the universal owe or what universal owes. My nigga spent a lifetime going platinum and gold. He should should own half of the label. Shit out of control. Somebody get Larry Jackson on the phone. I need some ownership if we press and go. Because business is booming on behalf of me. I need a bite of the apple like Adam and Eve. That's what I fucking love about this shit. Drake is like, you see him like, like he's on his business shit now. That's what I love about Jay, like that shit talking like, but he, he's on his business shit. Now, I, just, I feel like this is just like another part of Drake that we see. Yeah, we can see that emotional side of Drake. Yeah, we can see that uh, the singing Drake, the... Uh, the making just the club hit Drake. But now you got him he on his business shit. Not saying he ain't been on it, but sh- I ain't heard Drake come out like this, nigga. We gonna have to break the Billy curse. I need my paper along like a Millie verse. Now anybody know Wayne, the Carter Three, a Millie? Ain't no telling how many fucking balls that was. Are too long like a sentence from a Philly judge. Fuck is the point in all the beefing when we really blood? Nobody wins when the family feuds, nigga. Everybody gotta eat. We can't exclude niggas. Man, Drake came on. That's what I love about Drake. So he finally came on some like some nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Like those who feel me, feel me, you know. 
I made the crib expanding pools and expanding rooms. Adding hammer spas with tanning booths. Nigga, that's truth. No booths, nigga. But this isn't all about calling truce. He said, this ain't a, he's, he pretty much said, I don't want you to be locked up. I don't want you to see you down, my nigga. But we ain't for to be cool like that. When everything ain't, you know what I'm saying, peaches and cream, you know what I'm saying, but we gonna keep our distance. I don't want to see you fucked up in your situation because he know what the game is. I fuck with this verse. Man. Man. And this, this last part... New Year's Eve, looking like a royal flush. Wait, we all in the same suit. I'm Hall of Fame in the booth. Nigga, my karma making the news. Nigga, this pudding tasted like the proof. If I ever see Trump, he better salute niggas as much as we do. Nigga, for real. That's what I'm talking about, Drizzy. Drizzy was finally on some nigga shit. Some real nigga shit. And when I talk about real nigga shit, I'm just talking about when you real with yourself. That's it, you know. Man, what other big news I got, man? Let's see what else I got to talk about. You ready? Might have to close out. Oh, get ready to close out for y'all. Man. Reading for a big win. Uh, I got Bama winning on Monday. I'm sorry. They just been there too many times. Saban's a motherfucker. I got Bama winning on Monday. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take all my picks. I'm just saying whatever's on my fucking mind. All my sports picks. Super Bowl, I got the motherfucking uh, Saints winning the Super Bowl. I feel like New Orleans need one. Nautilus. <laughs> Country is here. Uh, who else? Cleveland winning the title over Golden State, seven games. Uh, who else? I got LeBron winning MVP. I got Ty Gurley winning MVP. Hey, if I'm wrong, hey, I'm wrong. If I am, I'm the greatest motherfucker alive. And we out. Thank you for listening to the Juice Show. I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, you sure don't understand how much this means for me. Uh, so continue listening. Continue supporting the show. And just continue being yourself. Thank you. My name is Quan. Thank you for listening to the Juice Show. Peace.